Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Finding Home podcast, where, as you know, I say home is more than just these sticks and the bricks you live in. We continue our conversation about life here in Utah, along the Wasatch Front and in other places. And and you guys, I love today's interview. And it might just be because one of the people is just such a, a dear friend of mine, and it might just be because this organization that we're talking to does so much good and puts on such a cool event. And it might just be because it was really easy to edit, which also comes in really handy. But today I'm talking to the folks at Cancer Bites. They're a nonprofit that puts on an event every year to raise money for Huntsman Cancer Foundation. And they put on just the coolest event. And we we talk a lot about that here in the interview. So without further delay, let's get into it. And we can talk to Brandon and Raven and Heather of Cancer Bites. Like, ah, yeah. I don't know. I was bored one afternoon. No, and honestly, <laughs> every day. I had higher aspirations for this year, but it came out right. It came out good. It looks awesome. <laughs> I had some other ideas waiting in, in the wings, too, but they didn't quite make it. Thanks for coming on the show. I really appreciate it. Um, I'm sitting here with Heather and Raven and Brandon of Cancer Bites. Uh, say hey. Hey. Hello. Howdy. All right, there we go. Um, <laughs> we have some quiet people here, yes. so we're going we're gonna to see how much I can draw out of them in this. Something that I often say uh, at the beginning of an interview is it just seems like the more I do this, the more I realize that I just, I feel like I know all the best people right on. around here. And that's you. This says right on because you, you're, <laughs> you're how I'm, I'm involved here and how I know about cancer bias. So my friend Brandon is a, just a close friend of mine and he's who turned me on to this particular organization and what they do. And I've just had so many people be willing to come and, and be on the show even this early on. And it's just fantastic. And then only to find that somebody I've known from forever ago in my past is also rolling with this. And, and Heather it was just, she, she was good friends with my older brother growing up. So it's just kind of crazy for me. So you guys get to end up in that category of best people in the world because I just kind of feel like I just know the best people because not just that you're willing to come on the show, but what you guys are trying to accomplish is just such a, a cool thing and, and a way to, to give to the community. And that's kind of I, where I want to start is Tell us about how Cancer Bites as an event or as an organization or like, is, is it a nonprofit? It is a nonprofit. Okay. We're a so 501c3. 501c3. Awesome. So what's the story Okay, that well, gets us to, hmm. to what you guys are doing? Sure. So there's, there's two stories about how we became an event and then how we became a 501c3. And I hope you guys don't mind that I'm jumping no, on go that for it. question. Yeah. Jump on it. Cancer Bites was really my husband's idea. His name is Richard. And it started uh, the year our daughter was born. My mother-in-law was fighting stage four cancer. His aunt was fighting cancer and his grandmother was also fighting cancer. So all three very important, powerful women in, in our lives. Unfortunately, we did lose his aunt Denise to cancer. Later, when time had passed, we were all participating in Relay for Life. And as we were walking laps, my husband said, you know, I really, really do hate cancer, but I also really, really hate walking. (laughs) (laughs) He said, there's got to be another way to raise money and also a way for people who aren't normally engaged 
in this to do something. And he said, wouldn't it be great if we could all just go to a movie? And so we started talking about it. And since that's an all night relay, we planned the whole thing, just walking laps, doing relay for life. Um, we decided it would be great to do at Bruvies because they're local um, and oh, yeah, totally. such a fun, unique event. And I, at the time, was on the community outreach board of Women Lawyers of Utah. And so I approached them with this idea and they were willing to support and back us, which is how we were able to launch this event. And in turn, we reached out to, like you said, kind of the best people we know who are all very caring people and very talented and invited them to be part of our project. Brandon was one of the first people we called because he's the most fantastic artist I know in Utah and also incredibly generous. And so we called our friends together and that's how we started as an event. The 501c3 came years later. Bebe Grill, and who's now Bebe Venek, was very kind and, and, and nominated us for uh, Pay It Forward through Channel 2. And they chose us and provided us with a $500 um, stipend, basically, which we thought would be good to use toward becoming our own 501c3. And in doing so, it, it, it's allowed us to attract companies and sponsors better yeah, and to be... Yeah to remain independent and move forward as our own event. So because well, it is a pretty unique event. So it's Halloween themed. Absolutely. Yeah. Talk to and, me. Tell, tell me tell me why that Halloween is. Theme. Yeah. Like, okay. How, how how did how did the whole con like did <laughs> yeah, the idea the of a movie night like but the whole concept cuz it's it's a fairly unique concept. Yes. Cuz most giving type of events are occurring around November December. Right. Yes. And you yes. guys kind of get to get the, we jump, get the on jump on all on that. It. Yes. With just this well, it's such a fun event. So it is. Our, it is. our board's kind of a, a big bunch of weirdos, I guess, is the <laughs> yeah. best way to put it. Who no, are I was all talking about kind that last in... night. We're a bunch of misfits. We really yeah, are. and we're into the darker side. But the idea actually came again from my husband. His favorite thing to do as a child, and he's a sentimental guy, he really is, um, was watching movies with his aunts and his mother. And every year they would watch Halloween movies. Arsenic mm-hmm. and Old Lace was their favorite, but just old school oh. Halloween movies. And so that's how we decided it should be a Halloween event. And it's our favorite holiday. And it's most people on the boards. Oh, yes. Absolutely. Absolutely. Halloween is best best holiday ever. And of course, October being Cancer Awareness Month. And it fits. Perfect. It's so cool. So, Brandon, when they reached out to you, what? what's your story Uh, in terms of of getting involved? I remember it clearly. I I got a phone call from, I believe it was Richard. I think so. And... uh, I was wandering, I was walking around Shopco looking for a pair of shorts. How odd is this that I remember this quite clearly? <laughs> and I'm on my old flip phone and I'm like, he's like, hey, we've got this idea. We're thinking doing like, a, originally it was more of a double feature. Mm-hmm. And we're going to do it at Bruvies and we're going to do, you know, who wants to run for the cure? Why not just sit and watch a movie? You know, that kind of thing. And so, yeah, I, it, he was talking to me about it and saying, I, and in my head, I, you know, visually, I'm a visual person and it just went crazy in my head. I had these ideas of old school movie posters and, and I can do this to benefit. I can, I can be a charitable person with my artwork. This is something that really speaks to me. This is something that I love doing art and I love doing all this stuff, but there's a part of me that doesn't want to, I don't know how you describe it. I guess in a way you don't want to taint it with too much of being paid in a way. You know, the money sometimes can be... I don't know, poison to artwork. In, in my opinion, that's just my opinion. Oh, I, feel, so, I feel that way about charity. Like, sure. So when, the more money that ends up in charity so often, more 
so often the organization becomes more about raising money than right, right, taking. right. And and this yeah. this for me is a beautiful way for me to use my artwork that I love doing and people love seeing the stuff I come out with. And it, so it, to me, it's it's more about the feeling it gives me inside in my in my you know my spirit, my soul. And I get to do this once a year, and sure, I every year I say I'm going to do this earlier, and it always ends up, <laughs> it always ends up like I'm I'm rushing at the last minute. But sometimes that's that's when I I get some of the best work out of myself. So yeah, I mean, the entire time that I was wandering around Shopco, my brain was just going crazy, and I was more than happy. And and it was probably the, it, it is, it's it's one of the best decisions I've made, and and it and I'm honored to be part of this, more than I can express t- truly. And then Raven, how was it that you got pulled into all of this in terms of your background? And, um, and I really have no useful skills to <laughs> offer nice. other that than, you know, I, I'm willing to do the footwork. Yes. Um, <laughs> he does, he does. Just do a lot of the uh, promotional stuff. I mostly specialize in like collecting raffle prizes and you know i delivering have no... flyers through all the land yes, yes. uh from one end mm. to the valley to the other uh i have no shame in asking people if they would be willing to donate for a good cause and you know enjoy <laughs> and you've come up with some talking great, it up great that's exactly too. it you're you're richard's oldest dearest friend and you're shameless what could be better <laughs> <laughs> absolutely without shame yes yep that's the truth <laughs> That's, that's the truth. That's, that's yeah, no, true. no pride and willing to do whatever it takes to get butts in seats. Mm. Yeah, and he's yeah. had some of our best ideas. Dove Saporin emceed one of our events. I don't oh. know if you. I was Dove. Dove. I was at that Sorry. event. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and he he's kind of a local. He would call himself a cancer celebrity. Cancer celebrity. Yes. Yes. And we were fortunate to have him before he passed MC our event, and that was one of our best attended events, and that was all thanks to Raven. Easily yeah, one yeah. of the most inspirational men I've ever had the pleasure of working with, and I um, absolutely was able to work with him for about eight months. We did probably about half dozen other charitable events, or just dressing up in silly costumes and giving <laughs> thank you presents over to the patients and the staff over at Huntsman. Mm-hmm. If you've never heard of Dove Sapor and look up some of his stuff, he was able to turn cancer around and make it able to show the humor side of it. And he was given two to three months to live and made it for about six and a half years. Thank you to you know, the people at Huntsman and all the work and absolutely an inspirational story of the new cures and, you know, just how far treatment has come and the research that they've accomplished at that wonderful facility. So that sort of answers the next question, but why Huntsman? So because we did our research and we saw that Huntsman really does put all their money into cancer research John Huntsman pays the salaries of all of the people that work for the Huntsman Cancer Foundation personally. So the money we bring in doesn't go to overhead. It goes into fighting cancer. And that was really important to me because, as you mentioned before, sometimes charities, it all becomes about awareness or promotions. Mm -hmm. And that is not, I mean, everybody knows about cancer. Everybody's been touched by cancer at this point. What we need to do is put the money in the science and the research to stop it because one of the things that it's hard for me to explain, but I'll try. I have a hard time when people talk about cancer as fighting a battle. It is fighting a battle, but the people who pass away from cancer, it's not that they weren't fighting hard enough. 
It's that the science isn't there yet and the, the research isn't there yet. They didn't have the right tools to fight their battle. It's not that they weren't sincere enough or trying hard enough or desperate to stay alive. That's just not true. Mm, true. Um, So we just want to help fuel that fight and give them better tools. Tell me about this year's event. Uh, This year, it's again at Brewbies. Yes. Yep. And you you guys choose fantastic movies. The first event I went to was, it it was Young Frankenstein. That was that first event that I went to. And I was so impressed with it because it was just fun. And I mean, it's a different a, kind of thing, yeah. yeah. Nobody else does it. And so this year you guys are doing Beetlejuice. Yeah. Which is one of those movies that I've probably seen at least three or four dozen times oh, yeah. in my life. But when it, was the last time you saw it on the big screen? Right. The, big the, answer is, the answer is never. Never. Because <laughs> I was too young. Like when I first started watching it, it was on HBO or I was exactly. renting VHSs yep. from yeah. Sounds Easy or... Yeah, <laughs> dear Lord, from the video oh store Lord. back when we'd have to. Oh wow! You know, we would. Yeah. I, I fear yeah. for some of like how some video of those shark. tapes ended up because we would just <laughs> rewind certain parts uh-huh. and just to watch them over and over again. Uh-huh. And so this movie is just near and dear to my heart, and so I'm really excited to see it again on the big screen. Yeah, because it's a different experience. So what went into what? What goes? What's your process? I guess in choosing these movies. A lot of it is just keeping it fun. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I, I I like to add that, you know, if you look back at the history of all the movies we've picked, they're all actually quite family friendly. Mm. They're scary horror movies. They're Halloween movies. But we have a few people that like to visit. We've got family, you know. We don't. We try to keep it in a place where everyone can enjoy it. Mm. Sure, we're at Broovies where you can serve beer and... You have to be 21. You have to be 21. You can't, you know, it's not a kid thing, but at the same time, it's something that we can bring a lot of people to and still have a great time because there's tons of movies that are just fantastic movies that don't have to be a rated R movie. And, mm. you know, we're not overly crazy with the gore and the, you know, the highly offensive language mm. or anything like that. And, and that's what, to me, helps the appeal of it as well. And then I get to go in and, and make the artwork for these fantastic, uh, that's just, that to me is bread and butter. I love this. These are things that have inspired me my entire life. Mm-hmm. So in, in my opinion, I, I don't know, I mean, I don't know exactly how each year we come up with the, with the movie, but somehow it just kind of rolls. It just kind of comes out. I know, which, right. which movies have you done so far? How, how, how long have you guys been doing this? This is our eighth year. Eighth, eighth, year. Year. eighth year. Do you know all eight? I know all eight all right. movies. Well, which, what movies have you done so far? What so was year the one? first one uh, was Night of the Living Dead with House on Haunted Hill. That was our, yeah, was our true and, double feature. And the reason we stopped doing a true double feature is most people couldn't make it through both films. <laughs> <laughs> so Not now, to mention we needed a little extra time for some other things for, going yeah, on. Yeah, for now we have raffles and silent auctions and we have comedians this year we have greg orm coming in to mc and bring us his comedy but that was our first true double feature the second year was gremlins gremlins yep and then the third year was that uh lost boys lost boys ghostbusters ghostbusters which we had awesome help with on that one from the salt lake city ghostbusters group right they came in with their uh, their ecto Ecto one and took pictures (laughs) with everybody that was cool that was fun and then was it Young Frankenstein? Young, young Frankenstein, and then the birds. The birds, and last year was so uh, I lost my mom two years ago to cancer, and she was a big fan of musicals. So last year we did Little Shop of Horrors in her honor. So it was wonderful. And this year Beetlejuice. I am just a die-hard Tim Burton fan. <laughs> Absolutely, <laughs> I'm surprised it's been this long since we've actually done a Tim Burton movie. To be honest, Amazing. well, because you showed Frankenweenie before Young yeah, Frankenstein. Yeah, before Frank Young Frankenstein, Frank yeah, yeah, the Frankenfest double feature, yes. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> and I like Brandon. Um, I'm I lack the talent he has, but I'm also very visual, and mm. I just love a pretty movie. And yeah, totally. Tim Burton always is. 
but we again wanted to keep it more fun. Mm-hmm. You know, Beetlejuice has a little bit of crass, crass, well, but it's <laughs> not. Of those you moments know, you I can... kept rewinding on the VHS yeah, exactly. tapes anyway. So yeah. honk, 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 honk. But you know, yeah. my dad can still come to the show and support ah. us and not leave. Highly know? offended. Yes. Yeah, exactly. But you're so not showing Argento or anything. So. Exactly. No, <laughs> how how much I would love to. But no. <laughs> Believe me, I could come up with some art for that too. <laughs> this year's event. When when is it happening? It's happening at Bruvies. So yeah, this year it's October 26th, uh, Thursday night, from 7 to 10 p.m. at Bruvies, of course, 677 South, 200 West. Yeah, we'll start early, show up early if you want food. They do get pretty busy because we yes. usually, if we don't sell out, we come awfully close every mm-hmm. year. So Yeah, it's a full house. Um, Bruvies has amazing nachos. That's oh, what everybody goes crazy for pork every year. nachos. Do uh, it. Don't, I'm just thinking, you got to come yeah, really early if you want the couch in the back too. Yeah, yeah. 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 You want that couch in the back? You better get there early. <laughs> Plus there's amazing raffle prizes and silent auctions yeah, that we run. Yeah. So you want to come and take a look at those. We usually get the ball rolling you know, by six o'clock and yeah, we try to check that out. That's very cool. So Thursday, October 26th from seven yeah. to 10. I do want to, I do want to put it. So it's 20 bucks, 20 bucks. Yeah. And that includes admission to the event and, and, a, the, and a killer and t-shirt. And the t-shirt. To and prove t-shirt. you were there and that you're yeah. a charitable yeah. soul. And I want to talk about the t-shirts. So <laughs> I wear one thing like what some people don't might not know about me is I have a closet full of just plain black t-shirts That's and jeans. Like me. Yeah, me too. Black Phoenix. And, and I jeans. tend to not keep, anything else around but i I keep these t-shirts because they're just they're so cool and the art on them is just so great and and i'm not just you know we have people come just to collect the art and all of the guys that work at brewies every year are like hey can i yeah they they do they actually last year had me print out a whole bunch of mini posters i I usually i do a whole batch or run of mini posters of Mm. uh, nice full color because this the flyer you're seeing here is is kind of just the the bare bones minimum but uh, yeah, last year I I gave, went over to Brewies and gave them the whole series from start to last year's seventh. Nice. All seven posters, and I think they were going to hang them up somewhere in the place, but I haven't seen them. I haven't been over there. I don't know if they did it, but uh, they I sure was, love it. They I, sure was, do. I was just over there a while ago. I didn't see anything oh, before. Darn yeah, but that was, that was maybe a week <laughs> and a half ago. I went and saw Ghostbusters and Steve Johnson, oh, right who created Slimer. He was there doing a That's right, right. He was here for Comic-Con. It was very cool, but... Yeah, that which was is, cool. Which you keep talking about seeing it on the big screen. I'm like, and I did see Ghostbusters on the big screen. Like, nice. I've done that. And then Suspiria, I saw the big nice. screen. I'll tell you, like, God, I can't not tell you. I should have just told you. So at the Regency out in Taylorsville, they showed a restored 4K print no of Suspiria. Way, um, That's like watching and it, live art. Well, but and so, so in watching incredible. it, so many of these older films, they end up with the print that just looks fuzzy and grainy and sure. stuff. Mm-hmm. And this could have been shot today. Like, that's how well it was restored. It's a beautiful movie. It was just sharp and all the edges were right and, and the music yeah oh. the music is horrible that might be the scariest part of that whole movie goblin is the mm. soundtrack man anyhow that's the shirt i was wearing um, oh yeah. yeah so from here moving forward what, what are you guys wanting to you're just going to continue to do the event is there anything more you're wanting to accomplish because this event is just so cool i'm like i don't don't mess with perfection is kind of right. My yeah, right right um but but moving forward as as an organization what are you guys wanting to do just to continue to raise money and we definitely have to keep it going. My daughter's 15, and she keeps telling me, you have to keep it going till I can actually attend. She wants to be part of it. <laughs> she wants to be a part of it desperately. That's cool. Um, and so that's we'd like to keep it going. We've toyed with doing other events, but honestly, like you said, we we are all kind of busy. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. We <laughs> so it's usually, I feel like stuff. I'm asking yeah. so much of people every single year to give their time and energy to this event. And so... 
even though we've toyed with other ideas or we've toyed with doing it at other locations so that all ages can come. Yeah. This really does work for us and it really is unique. So mm. I think we'll just kind of continue in that same. Yeah. I, I, I'm, I'm the same way. I, I feel like it's at a, a comfortable place. It's not, I don't want to get too comfortable where it's, it's not as exciting, but I, I, I really enjoy the size of it. And we've, we've even toyed around with trying to get both theaters at Bruvies running sh- separate shows. Like, mm-hmm. Maybe we could, you know, throw, throw in something like The Shining or something. It's a little more risky. Right. But, you know, I'm not yeah. so sure. I'm not so sure how, how that would play out. And to be honest, uh, it feels very nice and it's manageable. Mm-hmm. Sure, we all get a little stressed with it. It's, it's the, that's what comes with anything you're running in your life. But it's not, it's not something that I, you know, dread by mm-hmm. any means. I, I look forward to this every year. And to be honest with myself, I really enjoy right where we're at, to be honest. Yeah. It's good. It's comfortable, you know. Yeah. And yeah. Every everybody that shows up usually is looking forward to it every year. We yeah. see the same folks from year after year after year, and they're always bringing their friends in, mm-hmm. right? And, and we have a whole crew of yeah. other people that volunteer right at the end, and they come in and help run the run the whole thing. We have our essential sc- crew of of committee members, but mm. then we'll have a bunch of other people that you know, friends and family that we. Or coworkers, yeah. and they they just come in and they they love being part of it. Yeah, my stepson's twenty one this year, and he's officially been volunteered. So <laughs> yeah, he has, he has. Well, I know, like for me, that the first one I came to was Young Frankenstein, and they kept being like, my wife had surgery last year. Oh yeah, we wanted we, to get we, you guys. We were guys. supposed to come sing. Yeah, we wanted to yes. get you guys out there. And, um, uh-huh. and so now I'm just excited because like we don't have anything really like on the horizon. Where it's like okay, we can we can go to this every year yes. now, right? Because it is something like we we started. Tia and I started talking about it. Um, maybe you get a three, three months ago, four months ago, just okay. like, Oh, that's coming up. So we got to make sure we can, we can go like my kids are older. We don't have to worry about the babysitter situation nice. so much. Nice. That all helps. Right. And you, you mentioned something that was really, and I just kind of wanted to touch on it. You talk about like expanding or doing a both theaters or something. I don't know. There's a beauty where you said, you know, you're watching a movie with a bunch of really cool people. Yes. <laughs> and there's a beauty of just a the collective a room full of people who are all there for, for the same thing on multiple Common levels, reason. right? Yep. Like mm-hmm. we're there because we want to see the movie. We're there because we want to support the organization too. And there's this we're there synergy. We're all a bunch yeah. of warm spirits, you know, wanting to bond mm-hmm. in that way. When you and you you start to see, and I mean, that's the point I was making when we were in the the pre-recording conversation. There are these entire communities of people, and I think there's a lot of people here locally that don't know they have people, right? You yeah. know, and they can go to an event like this, and they can realize that. There are many, you know, like there are many, we are yeah. legion, essentially, right. like what you don't see is what, is what you miss. Yeah. And when you don't come to an event like this, you really do miss out on just some really beautiful people that beautiful you may ex- not have known that they existed, right? Yeah, that you wouldn't be aware of. Them, beautiful that, moments, memories. Trying to accomplish things, the, yeah. the same sorts of things that, that you are in terms of yeah. long-term happiness and, and human connection. So is there anything else you guys want to... I Yeah, actually, yeah. that that brings up... So that's my favorite part about Cancer Bites. It really shows that the power of... A collective group is so much greater than an individual. Absolutely. Um, when we first did this, our very first year, and we were just learning what we were doing, we were really happy to bring in, uh, I think it was like $2,500 the first year. Last year we brought in, because we were able to do a matching program, we donated over $10,000. And collectively as a whole, it's not a huge amount to come in and pay your $20 to watch this movie, but because Everyone has consistently done this year after year. We've donated $40,000 to Huntsman Cancer Foundation. 
And that is a huge amount of money for yep. me. I could never personally just write <laughs> just a check for $40,000. <laughs> but to know that we were able to do that and make a little dent in research and helping fund that is really important to me. And we just keep growing every year. We've got more sponsors this year than we've ever had. Yeah. Again, so every dollar that comes in the door from attendance goes straight to Huntsman Cancer Foundation. And our board is, we operate on a shoestring budget. We all just donate our time, energy, paper, yep. you know, dinner when we meet. Uh-huh. Every dollar is for that. And the sponsors just cover the cost of the event, the t-shirts and uh-huh. the theater. And anything left over, again, goes straight goes to straight Huntsman. To... Yeah. It's not, it's not a terribly expensive event to no. run, to be honest. You would think it would because, yes, we have to get uh, rights to show the yeah, movie. Yeah, show the print. And... Yeah. And the printing of the T-shirts, which the... we've had great help with. Oh, Bizware has been oh, amazing. No Every year yeah, she does it basically at, cost. at her cost, cost yeah. as a donation to us. And such high quality, honestly. Well. Mm-hmm. The shirts, I mean, I still have mine from the very first year, and it still looks fantastic. Yeah, um, I'm like, like legit, even if you're not going to stay for the movie – Come get, get a shirt. Get the shirt. I've been in Idaho and had somebody come up and, you know, comment me on my shirt and say, hey, I was there that night. And it's like, wow, that's fantastic. So right. that is I so that. funny. This week, my brother, he lives in he lives in Ohio and was at a museum and a guy came up to him in his Little Shop of Horror shirt and said, no. that is fantastic. Where do I get one? So he just ordered one from us. He donated to us and I shipped it out there. Awesome. So it's really yes. cool. It That's really is killer. a vehicle to get recognition and donations. It's cool. fantastic walking downtown and seeing one and, you know, yeah. it's like just meeting eyes and it's like, hey, yeah. I know you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. again, that's that's that kind of that whole... Community. You, you see that community. You see somebody else. You... You immediately get to have that that bond, even if you don't say anything. If you're just like, oh, you know, yeah, it's a head know, nod and a point. Right? You know that somewhere you're you've connected, you've connected, yeah. you've aligned, yeah. yep. and and that's where you guys have been able to have the success you've had. Is you've been able to get people with with what can be. You said you guys are you know you're a bunch of misfits and such, but it's like getting people who, <laughs> we all fit who might feel yeah, we do we do off off the radar, like people who feel uh-huh. like misfits, and it's so hard to realize that misfits tend to gravitate towards one another. Yeah. And the thing we don't like to give up is that that kind of makes us not misfits anymore. And <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, right, such totally. a wonderful way to feel um, because you, you feel set apart, but right. you also have that belonging. And that's that's beautiful. I, I love that. Yeah. Last thing to add, this year, uh, it's a first. We're doing, you can pre-order tickets on Eventbrite. Oh, this is right. Oh, that's so right. go, yes, look, this is correct. go well, to Eventbrite I'll, and look yeah, for Cancer well, I'll Rights. Put, I'll put a link to the tickets on the show notes. I'll put a link to Dove's Should stuff we, in the show notes. Perfect. Well, thank you guys so much for coming on. I Thanks really for having it. us. Yeah. And uh, everybody, go... Go see the show. I'll be there. If you have, Yay. if you don't Absolutely. know me and you listen to the show, you can I, see I just do, how I, underwhelming I, I am in real life. But. <laughs> last little thing, I do, I do hear that Beetlejuice and Lydia just might show up. I just might show up. <laughs> yes. I wonder. I oh, wonder. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thanks, I guys. I got to work on Thank my impression. <laughs> All right, you guys, that does it for another episode of the Finding Home podcast. I... Every week, I just like doing this show more and more, and dear Lord, it's a lot of work, but uh, I have a lot of fun with it. <laughs> um, so as a reminder again, uh, Cancer Bites is coming up on Thursday, October the 26th at Bruvies. If you're going to come, you can uh, pay at the door or you can pay for your tickets in advance at the link found in the show notes. Make sure you bring your ID as Bruvies is a 21 and older venue. I'm going to be there. So if you want to come by and say hi, come find me. If you don't know uh, what I look like or who I am, just start shouting my name. I'm usually the only Keith 
in a room because let's be fair keith is the name of a villain from a 1980s film over and over and over again but i really would love to see any of you at this fantastic such a good event you guys it's such a good event as always if you have any feedback for me you can reach me at findinghomepodcast at gmail.com also you can use the contact form at findinghomepodcast.com that's also where you can sign up for my monthly newsletter where i write my dumb stories and let you know what's going on with real estate if you do need any help with real estate you can also contact me at any of those locations so findinghomepodcast.com is really kind of the portal to whatever you need to do to get a hold of me. Uh, go do a review on iTunes or something. Make me feel better about myself so that my ego and my narcissism can continue to grow. That's all we've got for this week. We'll be back next week with another exciting conversation where my friend Tori tells me what I get wrong. And I really am looking forward to that as well. So we'll talk to you guys next week. Take me.